Welcome to Good Guys, Bad Takes. This is uh, the Lottie, Lady Gaga episode. Yeah. Not Lottie Gaga, Lady Gaga episode. We're big, big Lady Gaga fans. We're little monsters. <laughs> monsters. <laughs> you know, don't be the paparazzi and take pictures of us. Okay, Nick. Okay. That was bad. That was. I, I could have picked so many better songs. So I just first one that came up in my head. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Song off the top of my head. So. Um. I think the lead should be um the Josh Donaldson trade that just happened, or not trade. Sorry, signing. You think so? I think so. Okay. Okay. Fine. Big deal. Big deal. One year, twenty-three million dollars. The reason he got this deal was because he was looking for a multi-year deal, but what they're doing a lot with older players now is they'll just heavy load one, How a one-year. How old is he? 30, 33. 33, okay. So, like, it's a big bet on himself, too. Yeah. Because if he goes out and gets injured, he's just going to get another one-year deal. Yeah. If he More stays less, healthy all year and like, produces, then he'll, he can get a That's kind of what happened to Batista. He signed a big one-year deal, didn't perform, and then the next one-year deal wasn't there, and they. I mean, though, like $23 million in one year is not the wor- end of the world for him. <laughs> like, if he gets. Oh, boohoo, $23 million. If he gets signed next year after another injured season and he gets half of that, he's still getting like 30, 35 over, yeah, over two, two years. years so yeah. it's it's not the. He's not going to go cry about it. I don't think. I don't think he's going to say that he can't support his family. What, uh, what do you think of the team, uh, Atlanta? Or as I call them, the Jays garbage bin. Everything from the Jays just goes there. Not really garbage, I guess, but. So who else from other than Donaldson's there right now? Uh, Alex Anthopoulos. Okay. Bill Tista was there for a short time. The okay. uh, the scout, the Canadian scout who went to Brock. What was his name again? <sighs> was, it, was that Tinnish? No, it wasn't Tinnish. It was another guy. Tinnish sells life insurance. Are you sure? Or no, maybe it is Tinnish. And then I was thinking of the guy who was played in the minor leagues, sells life insurance. The guy who played rookie ball. Okay. Well, I, I who checked my Twitter? I have an article about. That's cool. That's cool, yeah. But you're proud of that one. It's a good article. Is it on your fridge at home? Uh, no. No, your par- oh, your parents don't love you. We should start putting up stuff on our fridge. Our good marks. Well, my good marks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another thing I want to bring up was um. So, Josh Donaldson has a career 4.5 war. Bryce Harper, career 4.9 war. Do you think this contract will affect his contract at all? Uh, no correlation. No correlation? Zero. Harper's going to get so much money. Um, yeah, Harper's way younger. Got a lot more potential to be like way better than Donaldson ever was. Oh, yeah. If he ever was oh, yeah. that great. Who knows? Because he's always injured or has bad seasons it they moved him to center field this year which was weird he will get signed as a right fielder though i think uh, he awful at center field yeah like, i don't know why who would ever make that decision well but. it's when these big name players want to play the position they like the best so then they're like oh, i guess so like machado yeah just, he, he was Man-trop. like he was probably he was a top five top three if not one of the, like arguably the best third baseman and then now he's like a middle of the road shortstop yeah which, I don't know, now that he's out there, like, I would probably argue that he could, he should be a third baseman. I feel like teams could squeeze him to be third base. Like, I don't, 
like unless he wants to go and just play shortstop for a losing team, like he he could probably do that. But I mean, like if you're a good team and you you have that space filled, and you want a more talented player in the corner. Yeah, Manchado. Like, I don't think he'd want to go to a bad team. I think he wants to be on a winning team after going to the World Series with the Dodgers. So, uh, now that Donaldson got signed to the Braves, last year's breakout star Johan Camargo. For them, will receive a loss playing time. He's probably not too happy about it. Pasternak scored. Fuck. Fuck. Ooh, go pasta. Had him on my fantasy team last year. So he's a his favorite. Of the program, they also signed Brian McCann to take over for. Uh, I think they gave him one year and two million dollars. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't so he's, a lot. he's just going to split with Tyler Flowers. They're both pretty average. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I mean, catchers, catchers are the definition of average. Of average. Yeah, I. You don't need. How a- hard is it to be good at blocking a ball and throwing a ball and hitting a ball? Like it's like a combination. Like and I guess calling a game like to be well, and then to be smart framing a pitch like. Like, how hard is it? We'll make it stupider for stupid people like everyone. More stupid. But uh, okay. More stupid. Yeah, for me to understand this. But, like, good at catching abilities and hitting. It's not It's not common. No. Oh, for sure. Not even close. Like. When's the last time we had a, like, a. Buster Posey was probably the most, like. Yeah. And he was a while ago. And now he's kind of a bum. Uh. Donaldson. Salvi Perez was, and then now he's hitting like 260 and being an all-star. Yeah, it's not a not a position of heavy hitters. It's a very unsexy position. Very defensive position. Uh, that was what shortstop was though, like when Jeter was retiring, and like yeah, exactly, and yeah. like that kind of, and then like the MLB got like an influx of young shortstops: Correa, Lindor, Bogarts, uh, I guess Machado now, Gregorius, uh, Seager. Like Lindor, I didn't already say that. You said it first, but why? Well, Lindor again. Uh, like and uh, Javi Baez, like all these guys came up at like it seemed to be like the same kind of time, and they yeah. all just came up boom. And then like now the shortstop's like the coolest position in baseball. Yeah, well, third base kind of was revitalized. It used to be like you put your hitters who can't field on first and third, and then third became more of a defensive position. And now it's kind of some teams have a defensive third baseman, some teams don't. It's kind of Wild. Yeah, just like football, like you can have a defensive tight end yeah, or exactly. offensive tight end. Most teams have like three tight ends. That like do defensive everything. tight ends are usually in prison, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> offense in, in football. Speaking about football, no, we got to talk about baseball. jeez. Oh, okay, what else? Like fucking bring dick. it to me. Uh, there's rumors that Cano might get traded back to the Yankees. Who Canoed that? What do, What do you mean? <laughs> um. That pun was really bad. Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, it was actually a really good pun. No. Tweet us if it was good. Um, Boo. Bad pun. Boo. So it would be a salary swap because it would be Jacoby Ellsbury okay. for Cano. Okay. Salary swap. I'm assuming that the Mariners would also get prospects because Cano is a lot better than Ellsbury. Yeah. And this trade also benefits the Yankees a lot more because they need a second baseman. Mariners don't necessarily need an outfielder at this like cost. Yeah. Uh, if it's not apparently obvious, like this I is a need for the Yankees. The Yankees need a second baseman. Like, or they want one, but this would all it'd be moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. For exactly. them, 
like the Yankees have to do something. Like, like, they have Torres, and then they have Gregorius, and then they have Andujar. But they're looking at a second baseman, I guess. Because they wanted Scooter Jeanette from the Reds. Yeah, so. But, yeah, if they got Cano back. I don't really have anything to add. Yeah, I don't don't think they're going to sign Machado at all because it doesn't make sense. It just, personality-wise, it makes sense. Because he's a dick? Just like everyone in the Yankees, you dicks? Just makes sense personality. Bunch of dicks. Have you guys seen Big Mouth? You know the bag of dicks that uh, Maury carries around? Those are all Yankees. (laughs) That's right. Do you get the joke? I do, yeah. I watched Big Mouth like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Good joke, son. Um, So Kyler Murray, do you know who that is? Oklahoma quarterback also signed to like he was picked tenth overall, ninth. Oh yeah, yeah, to, and um, to the Oakland A's. Yeah, Oakland for yes. like. But he's having like insane success, and he's in the Heisman talk. Well, uh, he could be drafted to the NFL. Like he's on talented enough to play in the NFL. Part of my I think. take, they had a a coach, a college coach, and he said that any NFL scout, their favorite player is him. Like every NFL scout, scout saying this. But it's like, do you draft him because he wants to go? Like he's probably going to do baseball. He said he's playing baseball. But I, I, I think he can. But I'm not 100 percent sure. He could probably break his contract agreement with the MLB to do a contract with the NFL team, right? I'm not positive. But I would, you would think, right? Yeah. He's well, it's already like... it's already weird that the A's are letting him play quarterback. Yeah, that was the only way. I guess he was contingent on signing a deal. Yeah. But like, now that you have a chance to be an NFL quarterback. Well, it's the DBA NFL quarterback or MLB. He make a lot more money in baseball. But the, he has a lot more chance to fail at baseball. That's true. That's true. Because baseball, like he, uh, last year at OU, he hit 296, 10 home runs, and like 30 RBIs or something. And he's drafted 10th overall. Yeah, so it's not, like, really it's not like overpowering stats. And he's an outfielder. Yeah. So it's not overpowering stats, but like he's obviously a crazy athlete. Well, it's kind of like the uh, the guy who was the starting quarterback for Michigan when Tom Brady backed him up. He was drafted by the Yankees. Played college, he played quarterback for Michigan, and then in the Yankee system on the off season, and then he tried baseball for like four years, failed. Tried to play in the NFL, I think he had like a couple games in the NFL, but never got it done. See, like, and then now he's like a radio once host. You lo- once you lose those, like, he has to make a decision quickly, but like he can't have in the back of his mind have the idea. Oh well, if I fail, I can go to the NFL. No, he you, you can't like, do that. You I'm hundred percent in baseball, and then they like, say two years down the road, it's just not working out. Then be like, okay, I think it's time for a change. Well, I feel like football, as long as he doesn't destroy his body, like with injuries or whatever, it'd be easier to try football, fail, go to baseball than it, the other way around. Yeah. If that, like even, so if he did three years of the NFL, he could just team Tebow it and be like, I want to do baseball and a team would take a flyer on him. Like, yeah, yeah. he might be doing single A, double A and might not ever make it past that, but still. Yeah. It's there. a tough choice. I don't even know what I would choose because it's just like the health issues too with football yeah well exactly like but like baseball you can make a, a lot more money like football would be more salary per year but baseball you just have a longer career theoretically you'd have a long it it, it all depends because it's so much harder to reach the mlb well and then also it's uh like it's even like football he has to reach there i think you'd be a top three round quarterback so like it definitely sounds like it right like, i think it'd be like top 10 quarterbacks picked yeah, within the top like ten, if a not team like, five quarterbacks. A team like Cleveland will pick him and make his decision really obvious. Like yeah. the Browns will pick him, he'll be like, "Yeah, I'll go f- baseball." I, I want to see. I'll, I'll see what he does, but I could always see him being an NFL quarterback down the road. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And then the last point about baseball. So 
was it Charlie Villanueva, who played for the Padres, got sold to a Japanese team. Okay. Imagine just being like, you're just like, yeah, like you, you know, I guess I think it was his rookie year or something. Or not, maybe not, it wasn't his rookie year, but he hit a lot of home runs, hit low average. Like, imagine just being like, waking up one morning, like, yeah, we sold you to Japan. If you want to play, you go to play in Japan. Yeah, that'd be quite a wake up call. Like, uh, you couldn't even just release me so I can go sign with another team? You couldn't just trade me? Well, exactly. You couldn't get rid of me? But you sent me to Japan? So now I'm in Japan? Well, yeah, nothing wrong with Japan. It's just like... Except for all their nuclear waste. That's a problem. Yeah. You have to move across the world just to like... Maybe you can go see the next Olympics. Tokyo. 2026. Or 2022. 2022 and then 2026 is Beijing. Sorry. No, no, I'm completely wrong. Yeah, you're really wrong. The next one's Beijing in 2020, which is a... I don't think Beijing is 2020. 2020's, yeah, Tokyo. sorry. 2020 is Tokyo and it's a summer. I thought Tokyo was a winter. 2022 is Beijing as a winter. Okay. And then the one after that so is. All um, we have to know is that we love pollution. We just. Keep... I think the one after that's in Asia. No, the last one was in Asia. I don't know where the 2024 is. It's more weird. One of them. One, uh, who was it? Indonesia or something? One, I think it was Indonesia. Uh, wanted the. Wanted a games. Was it? 26 or 36 26 is the one that calgary just lost out maybe 26 then i don't know maybe 30 26 or 36 but they wanted uh the games there and the pollution there's so bad i think it's like in five Indonesia? to eight yeah it's five in like the area they want it yeah it's five to eight times above hazardous level and wow. like apparently someone like a professional analyzed it and said it's a 10 percent performance decrease i want to get like over like level five so like ten percent plus, so like you're gonna watch a diminished version of yeah. the Olympics because athletes can't compete with breathing on all this pollution. Yeah. So also sorry. Boring. Twenty twenty four is in uh, Paris, and then twenty twenty eight is in uh, Los Angeles. So it must be thirty six. I don't know. That's a ways. Away. Imagine like in twenty thirty six. Like I think the world's gonna be burned to crisps by then. Just depressing the audience. Every person is going to be well, dead. nuclear Paris. hellfire everyone's gone wipe out humans boom 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 all gone uh when i was in paris in 2015 they're ramping up for the olympic bid i don't think paris will be great but no every city seems dirty that is hosting it yeah so <laughs> at least it's not calgary calgary um that's gonna be my company's name it's gonna be called calgary that's gonna be uh, based out of normal there. So, uh, like speaking about Calgary, they just won the Grey Cup that we watched. and Or I watched. You're in the room. I guess you watched it. I was what watching a, that while I was watching Shark Tank because I was really bored. I was on Reddit. It. it was such a boring game. Nothing could have been worse. It was. They're playing on ice rink. Everyone was slipping and sliding all over the place. Whoever did no one field, could catch. No one just could throw. It was in Edmonton. So it was I'm going to go call out every CFL coach. You suck. You have no idea what you're doing. Some of these plays are like the most obvious plays in the world and you just overcomplicate them You're just trying to think too hard simmer down that brain simple offense just run a little little slant and you're getting a two yard like though i don't understand 10 minutes left calgary or sorry ottawa who's behind can't do anything but four verticals as three streak three streaking receivers throw it long you it's have like first and ten eight they, minutes ten they minutes had, left and then when they had eight minutes say they had eight minutes left and they were going down the field and they were they were probably like uh near midfield area if like between midfield and then 10 yards either way like somewhere in yeah. that chunk and they were just chucking the ball downfield 
Yeah. And it's like, you go down here, you score, and you're down by seven. Yeah, like... The, and then you have all your timeouts and the th- three-minute warning. Timeouts don't really matter. Three-minute... Because the clock stops anyways, but... The, but then uh, the three-minute warning, the two-minute warning's older loser brother that the CFL uses... Well, the the clock stops every play after a catch or a run. Yeah, but then it restarts like after, so it's weird. But yeah, the 10 seconds... It's when the time count starts. Which is weird. Yeah, so like... But you can just have a short time count. But um, anyways... The guy at the end of the game doesn't game, step out of bounds. That just game, stands there. That game sucked. Idiot. Yeah, that was that game kind of sucked. Another or another Canadian football game I watched this weekend was the Vanier Cup. Watch Laval beat Western. Woohoo! Didn't want Western to win. That game was actually pretty entertaining. I was entertained the whole time. I watched like the last bit and it wasn't very interesting to me. It was. I don't know. I was entertained. It was. It was weird seeing Canadian football rules in a league that wasn't CFL. If that makes sense. Fair. I wish Brock had a football team. I'd play on it. Yeah, our school doesn't have Boom. a football team. But the biggest Canadian football news that I actually wanted to get to was uh, we got a name. Atlantic Schooners is the Halifax team. Schooners. Schooners. Name after a beer type. Uh, I personally hate that it's called Atlantic. Well, the, yeah. So they, they didn't well. They tried to almost mimic Saskatchewan where it's like not a, a single city. It's a whole region. So they want people in like PEI, Newfoundland, Labrador, New Brunswick, all to really like the team and cheer for the team. So that's why they made it the Atlantic and not the Halifax. Blah, or the Nova blah, Scotia. blah, blah, blah. Sounds stupid. Blah, blah. This is, yeah. Stupid, stupid. Like it should be at least called just Nova Scotia. I like, what would, what would your, I thought the name should be the Halifax explosion. That'd be a great name. That's dark, but great name. Uh, they could have made a cooler name, I think. But this is the name, like, so in the 70s, they almost got a team. They even bought the Jumbotron from the New England Patriots. Right on. And they, like, they had the team so close, and that team was the Atlantic Schooners. Then they never got it. And then since then, every great cop, they have, like, each team has their own party. Like, there's Ryderville, Spirit of Edmonton. Each one had the Atlantic Schooners party, where they sold seafood. Let's party. And it was a party. Sold seafood and stuff. So, like... I think they almost had to name it that. Or if they named it something else, those people would be like, what the fuck? We've been supporting a team that's not a team for 30 years. Ooh. We get a team that's called something else. Do you think they're going to serve fresh seafood at the games? Hopefully. Hopefully he's right, Nick. I was in the Great Cup. I went to the Great Cup in Winnipeg, and they're serving seafood there. I remember thinking, how fresh is the seafood? Yeah, fresh seafood's great. In Winnipeg. Ew. But, like, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. I think... It could be a lot of fun having a CFL team in Halifax. I feel like that's maybe the only stadium I'll go to for CFL. I feel like I might go if I'm there. I'm at Halifax every year. If you went to Saskatchewan, you go to a Ryder game. I feel like I'd have no choice. Exactly. Like, you'd be like, what else is there to do? And I'm like, I'm scared of these people. You go to like these three Regina Red Sox games and then, a, and then a Ryder game. I'd be like, get me out of this crazy province makes me feel uncomfortable yeah so uh big news yeah uh aaf are you excited for the draft tomorrow i got that written down my notes boom it's on cbs boom it's televised yeah they're uh kurt warner is doing it they let him off the nfl network to do it well i uh i'm excited to see the results i'm not gonna actually watch the whole draft well we should become the official aaf podcast so we can jump the gun be first first to market first to market advantage Exactly. When the we have to be all over social media the first game. Get get AAF fans knowing this is the podcast. This is the podcast. And then we'll do bigger sections. Like we'll like take like a nice chunk of time 
to do yeah. a. I wonder if it'll be AAF uh, fantasy football. Maybe For first year of AAF not, we'll fantasy football will be so wild. We'll create our own AAF website. AAF fantasy football. AAF podcast. AAF. Well, it'd be AAFFF. American Alliance fantasy football. Yeah, American Alliance of football fantasy football. Football twice. Triple F. Yeah, AAFFF. AAFFF. Yeah. AAFFF. I feel like that's how kids with a lisp say ass. So. So like if F. you, if what we should do is if there is a fantasy football for this league, we should have a, a thing with our listeners and then give out a prize. Everyone, what do you mean? Everyone just like have a league these, with our everyone listeners. Everyone jump, jumps in a league. Yeah, and then and then we give them a box of our homemade. Cookies. And then every week we can give an update: who's winning, who's losing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I might cut this part out. That's brainstorming in action. That was that was decent. What are you talking about? All right, NFL. We actually got uh, some funny stuff. Your friend. Are you are you ready to hear this? Yeah. You might be able you already to told me this. Blake Bortles has been benched, and he's most likely going to be released in the offseason. That's funny. The boat playoff quarterback beat the Bills. Head to head, Tom Brady, you know, didn't look too bad, didn't look great, didn't look too bad, and then now he's going to be released and signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah, next quarterback of the Rough Riders, Blake Bortles. Man, if he went to the Riders, I'd be. Too... Would you get a jersey? I the day it's announced, even if he never played, even if it was a Vince Young situation, he never actually played for the Riders. I don't have a jersey. Okay, I wonder who owns around. his rights. Does anybody? They have CFL to. rights? Yeah. You're only allowed so many NFL player CFL rights. So, like, I think you're allowed, like, five. So, you only keep players that you know might leave. Or okay. if you're Montreal Alouettes, you keep every player ever. No. That's a cool strategy. Yeah. But, yeah, so. They have Tim Tebow's right now. Cody Kessler's his new starter. Um, No more boat. No, no more, more boat. boat. He's probably going to just grab a backup job or. Try to get a third string job next year or something like someone, that. Someone will take a flyer on him. Oh, yeah. Who's needing a quarterback right now? I can't think of a team that's like desperate for a quarterback, though. No one's desperate for him. That's the, that's the thing. Like, like he, he, he'll he compete for a backup job. Like, he's not a good quarterback. But, and now Jacksonville has to restart their quarterback process and go get a new quarterback, like a completely new quarterback. Yeah, they don't so. really have a backup either, do they? No, like Kessler's. Um, the backup, but like he's probably going to be gone. So, so uh, they're actually it, the each CFL team has ten players on their uh, NFL negotiation list. So that means like if they drop from the NFL, this team gets first rights to them. Uh, the BC Lions have Lamar Jacksons. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's the starting quarterback rookie. Yeah, like, oh, we don't know. Players. We don't know. That's funny. Uh. The Calgary Stampeders of Josh Allen makes sense. Big hands, cold Calgary. Oh, never imagine he just goes from Buffalo to Calgary. That's a pretty. E- that's not like that big of a jump. That's pretty even. Uh, any more NFL? Yeah, dude. Of course. Who do you think I am? One trick pony. I'm a one trick pony. I guess I got one point for the day. That's it. One point. That's a unicorn. Um, Fournette got suspended over the brawl. Did you see it? No, I didn't actually. I, I heard. Brawl. I read about it. Huge brawl. He squared up Shaq Lawson. He like straight like 
put his hands up and he just smacked him across across his mask and they like had to be separated and everyone was fighting everywhere and then Shaq Lawson was trying to kill the guy in the tunnel no team has the negotiation rights for uh, Bortles but the Alouettes do have um, Kaepernick so okay Alouettes always seem to have everyone. They had Tim Tebow's. They had Kaepernick's. It's uh Michael Sam's. Yeah. They're all the big names, huh? Well, and they're good at identifying what player will be dropped. The Riders have no one worthwhile on theirs. Akeem Davis. But anyway, sorry for interrupting. You should be. That's a little rude. Clearly, you haven't learned your manners yet. You should start. Okay. Um, Hugh Jackson got clowned. Oh, man, that was so funny. What a funny guy. What a, like... That's something that happened to Michael Scott. When... Yeah, and then he'd be really excited about it. He's like, oh, what a good guy. Thanks so much yeah, for the football. Yeah, exactly. Like, like basically, do you remember the episode where they went to a convention and they run into Jim and his new boss? Jim basically did that to him. Yeah. Yeah, so... That was that was a good... That was a power move. Big power move. Hugh probably didn't even know what was going on. Probably was excited He's about happy. He's holding the ball. Like, oh, great, I got... Kind of football, football. Huh, great guy and then uh baker clowned him at like at the end yeah, too that was funny. and then baker chirped him in the interview after man baker was not well thing is hugh jackson chirped all the everyone who works for the cleveland browns as he left like he was not positive and like why why would baker me feel like why be nice to him like he left he was mean when he left just like be like we're done yeah baker baker stood him up for the bro hug at the end of the game yeah which the was dude funny. bro hug the dude bro hug yeah and he sucks to be him sucks to be him um do you see that reuben foster got arrested for domestic violence again no he's the troubled linebacker from alabama that's i think he's played in the nfl for like two or two or three years he's already been like arrested four times this being the second time for domestic violence and the first time he got off with it so the second time doesn't seem like such a seems like ah first time wasn't a fluke huh yeah exactly casual little wife beating and then he's like oh yeah i'll just do it again yeah just in the team hotel yeah our girlfriend but anyways what a loser got released team was he on that released him san francisco okay san francisco that too san fran um, and then Aaron Rodgers blew it last night again. Packers aren't going to make the playoffs yearly, blah, blah. What a waste of time. Is Rodgers even as good as everyone says he is? That's the real question. Rodgers. Yeah, you can. He missed a wide open throw last night. As Bill James said, it's the bad teams that blame the best players. But he can't get it done. It has nothing around him it's to get The narrative. Yeah, he doesn't have the best players around him, but he doesn't have a terrible ones. Coaching yeah. staff sucks. We'll see next year when they fire the coach and get new coaches. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We have a revamped Green Bay Packers would be nice. They have some pieces, but can't put it together. No, well, and like, they've been so on the bubble of being really good for a while. Like, they make the playoffs and they kind of lose. And Always on the bubble. Like, can they do it? Can they not do it? Can't do it. Chokers. Yeah. Chokers. Chokers. Like what girls wear on their neck. Chokers, yep. you probably have chokers, don't you? I uh, no. You have that whole drawer over there full of chokers, probably. Yep. Like yeah, I can see that. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Wrestling, hockey, or basketball? Uh, well, actually, quickly, I forgot a baseball point. 
the games in London. The Red Sox and the Yankees are playing in London in June. Oh, yeah. I forgot that, too, actually. Yeah. Because you skipped my first point. You went to the Donaldson, which oh, was second. Sorry. So then I didn't look at the first one because I thought we already covered it, but we didn't already cover it. It was a bigger news story. But, uh, yeah, so they're playing in uh, an old Olympic venue. So are we going to England this summer? Might as well. It's weird that they gave the, like, the prime, the, like, yeah, they play 5,000 times in a season, but it's weird that it's, like, the two, like, the biggest rivalry in baseball, arguably one of the biggest rivalries in sports. They're just moving to England for, like, why not put, like... That's how they're going to sell tickets there, though. They wouldn't sell tickets of the Blue Jays Rays there. I think the Rays, Blue Jays, like, I... That's what the NFL does. They give them to whatever teams and they sell out. It's different. Jacksonville and Buffalo. Baseball is not very popular over there. Like, though, if the two biggest fans, fan bases over there are going to be the Red Sox and yeah. Yankees. So, like, without them, it's not going not gonna to be able to sell you, out. You think. don't think they can sell tickets just to sell tickets? I don't think so. Like, maybe, like, depending. Like, maybe one game of the series they could probably sell. But well, like, it's I don't only th- two games, though. I don't th- I don't, I, think, I, I don't think so. I can't get a good number of how big the stadium is or how much the tickets are going for. I don't know. The tickets I was actually, aren't on sale yet. My family was floating the idea of going down there for that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Which We're like, oh, maybe we should do that instead of whatever. Jelena, my sister, really like London. I'm not a huge fan. I've never been, so I don't know. Yeah, that's why I was giving you my review. Okay. Yeah. Well, now you don't I like it. I like to go back. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I prefer England over London. Like, be the rest of England over London. Okay. Well, you're allowed to have opinions. Yeah, I am. I have no opinion because I haven't been there. Uh, I only have one hockey... Or, actually, I have two hockey points. Sorry. And then I'm done my points. So, uh, Dylan Strom got traded for Nick Schmaltz. 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 Yeah. Which, Dylan Strom leads in expected goals for percentage. Schmaltz leaves in, leads in every other category of stats and analytics, like Corsi or whatever. He also has uh, three times the games played. He has more goals. So, what do you think of this trade? Well, all I know is Schmaltz was really good last year and was a big piece of the Blackhawks' future, and then he got off to a bad start this year, so then they decided he wasn't. Wait, Strom's, I, I feel like we heard Strom was getting dra- or drafted like a million years ago, and he still hasn't played. Yeah, really, well, he so. was, it was between him and Mitch Marner. Now, Mitch Marner, everyone thinks is God, and Dylan barely cracks the Arizona lineup. I've, I don't care about the Leafs, but if you are part of the Mitch Marsh at $10 million crowd, go sleep outside in the snow tonight. Uh, he does not deserve that. But, um, yeah, so uh, it was a big trade. It was a weird trade. Schmoltz, 150 NHL games with only 24, point, or 24 goals. So, like, neither have really performed well. Schmaltz had, Schmaltz had like, 20 goals last year, right? 21? Yeah, it's not like that. Like, last year was a good season. And then, and then this year is 2-8, and eight, I think. And then his last, his first season, I think he played a couple games and didn't do well. Yeah, and then he broke out last year, and then this year, bad start. And then now traded. And then they just traded him, but like, I don't know. I Why like, do you give up on a young center that quickly? He was supposed to be their center. The first I feel like Strom has a lot more potential than him, but you I think could be so? wrong. I just like, like watching him in the How old is OHL. Now? He would be, he's our age, so 21. Still really young, but it... It's hard to say. Like, he was so dominant in the OHL. He He's connected back with his linemate, uh, DeBrinkett. Like, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. Where do you play with DeBrinkett? In Erie. Oh, did he? Yeah. And the then also with McDavid. So, So yeah, now if they just go and acquire McDavid. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Connor Brown, too. He was also on their line. So Maybe if you offer uh, 
Shirelia trade like uh, Duncan Keith or Brett Seabrook. Yeah, Seabrook for McDavid. For McDavid. And then he can then you can have the All Star. Let's start corpse. that rumor. Let's tweet that every day. Let's just, like yeah. hear hear it from a source. Heard from a source. McDavid's headed to the Chicago Blackhawks for Seabrook and or Keith and or Keith. We don't know. Maybe one or one. So one then, one. if they get both though, boom! If, look at that boom. defense core. Adam Larson. You got uh, then Seabrook and Keith. <laughs> Are you like you tried to name another one? You could not think of a current. And, uh russell oh chris russell. chris russell too chris russell what's the other guy uh oscar clefbaum clefbaum yep. yeah is he even there still i think so okay i know he was there last year so with that kind of defensive core man wagon. i mean they don't need to score because they won't anyways but <laughs> yeah with that defensive core they might as well just pencil 12 championships in a row exactly exactly they say Mid, mid to low tier defensemen win you championships. Yeah, your third and second pairing defensemen are Basically everything. Basically, trade MVPs and thirty goal scorers for third to three, four defensemen or win championships. Trade generational players who's arguably the best player to ever step on the ice for an old, outdated style of defenseman. That's what you like to see. That's what you like to see. The new innovative thinking of hockey general managers. Yeah, it's a, it's Surely. brings us my it brings a tear to my eye seeing that yeah and the other hockey point just a quick point uh junior hockey speaking about the erie otters the niagara ice dogs our local team made a trade today or last week you know i really didn't have that as the point you were going to bring up i had a couple i have a couple things and that wasn't any of them well it's pretty big news they traded a 10 year old who is born his parents know born in 2009 well he is he allowed know. to travel by himself he doesn't know yet he's born in 2009 Oof. which is insane that someone who's born in 2009 must be a special player for 10 year olds playing in the league right now is 10 i said a 10 year old yeah but no like, it's amazing that someone born in 2009 is 10 he was in diapers when Sidney cross so a 10 year old is going to be facing 20 year olds wow impressive but for if those who aren't following along he's not drafted yet it's the draft pick of someone who is 10 right now <laughs> whoever's not following along and that's why the, the ohl starting next year saying limits of how far away you can trade draft picks so the i stocks are like we have to get as many far away draft picks traded as possible when those drafts come they're gonna be like fuck we have no any, no, no picks left. what well, it'll be uh it'll be a different um a different team uh different general matcher probably and they keep, right, like, keep trading farther back. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, it's the next guy's job. Not mine. Yeah. Not saying that the Ice Ducks are going to fire the general manager, but like... Oh, is that the rumor you heard? If you, oh, Nick's spreading rumors. If you watch... If you look at Ooh. OHL history, GMs don't stay for a ton of time. Well, how long are you going to stay when you're an OHL GM? Uh, like three years. Okay. And then you're going to move on to the NHL? As Hopefully. an assistant GM and then... Or move on to the Western League. Then, yeah. Or move on to minor hockey league and get demoted because you suck at your job. Yeah. I'll just be the EC. I'll be the Orlando Solar Bears GM. Just hang out in Orlando. Solar Bears is a cool name, I think. Yeah, it is. I'm sad that they. Like, I'm happy that the Leafs move their affiliate to Newfoundland because that's pretty cool. But I'm sad that what's they the, aren't the affiliated. The Growlers, not a great name. Growlers. It's like a. Not. It's a picture of a. A Labrador dog is their logo. Ah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Solar Bears, cool name, cool jerseys. I'm sorry, they're done. That's a shame. Yeah, you must cry every day. Yeah, every day. It's okay. That's all hockey I have. But apparently, you have more. Um, the life cycle on your hope for William Nylander to come back this year is it, slimming every day. It's going to get done. You think so? Last minute? I I think so. It's like he's not going to get traded. 
And then he's not going to, uh, they're not going to trade him. And I don't think they'll let him set a year. So I think he'll sign a deal. It'll be a weird deal, but it'll be signed. 6.9 million for 6.9 million. That'd be funny. Years. Yeah. Just for the humor. I think the holdup's probably the lockout stuff. How many years? Yeah. It's, it's. Well, yeah. and then, like, with the lockout coming, does he get a lockout protected one? Or is it like Pasternak where his salary just drops for the lockout? So then his AAV is lower. Like, Pasternak's paid 8 million. Yeah. Plus, cap hits 6.6. Because during the lockout, he's paid like two million, so, and everyone is too dumb to realize this. So it's annoying that everyone's like, "Oh, he's not. He shouldn't get paid more than Pasternak." Like, well, Pasternak's paid eight million. Yeah, an liner shouldn't be paid more than eight million. I agree with that, but he should be paid more than six point six six. I think six point nine, six point nine seven is fair. Uh, if you read my article on my blog, that's kind of what I said. Well, great minds think alike. Yeah, uh, and then. So, Patrick Laine scored five goals the other day oh, yeah. in one game. 50 fantasy points. Yeah, 50 fantasy points. Same amount of fantasy points as Yelich did during his cycle. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Five goals in one game, though. That hasn't been done since 2011, I believe. That's when I... I think it's 2011? Yeah. I think it was 2011. And then did you hear someone also won a million dollars? Oh, because of... um. I think it was through Sobeys. Yeah, kind of like well, the, you get fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, for twenty years, because of him scoring five. Well, that's not game. as exciting. Fifty thousand a year, a million lump sum would be a great day. Fifty thousand, it would be nice. No, but, but like it this be is as literally exciting. just added income. Like you have a job that pays you eighty, and then you you automatically just get fifty a year. But now I have no idea if you get it all at one day or do you just get to spread out through the year because i would suck if you got it spread out through the year i think it's one day Hopefully. uh quick um trivia can you name any of the last three players to score five goals in a game in 2011 2007 and 1996 so that's the last time this happened last three times that happened do you think you can name any of those players um one's swedish 0%. one's uh czech and one's Russian, no Canadians. No, last time a Canadian did it was Mario Lemieux in '96. There's no but way. But anyways, the last one to do it in 2011, Johan Franzen oh. of the Detroit Red Wings. Wouldn't guess that. Pretty crazy. One before that, Marion Gabrick of Wouldn't the Wild. Uh, in 2007, it's not too surprising. Like the Franzen's a lot more surprising. But no, but I wouldn't have guessed either. Yeah, and then Sergei Fedorov in '96, yeah, which is. Not surprising I at all. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. So he played on the in the Russian Summit Series for the Russians. Oh really? I thought yeah. he played for Canada. Yeah, and then he, uh, yeah, he's one of the best hockey players ever. Bold take. No, it's like objective fact. No, 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 it's objective. He has more Olympic gold medals, uh, world championships, uh, Stanley Cups combined than anyone else. I have more. Yeah. The solar bears have more. Solar bears have one shit. You don't know that. I do. Because you know what? What? Winning is not about titles. It's about having fun. Yeah, a title town. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have for hockey. Okay. Well, I'm. I only have one thing left. Period. Well, I have. Uh, I have more than you then, because I'm the best. Cool. Yeah. Well, you always take more notes than me. Because <sighs> you suck at this. And so you have any OHL notes? Why would I have OHL notes? I don't know. Entertaining. But anyways, all I have left is uh, wrestling. What do you have? Wrestling and basketball? 
Uh, let's do basketball and then into a wrestling. Okay. Cherry on top. Shout out to the Raptors, 17-4. and four, Best record in the NBA. Actually exciting to watch now. Kawhi Leonard is just quietly dominant. Siakam, breakout season. Uh, the young guns are firing, and this is this is our best chance to if they to win. It it's like finals are nothing with this team. But I feel like we can win the finals this year. I feel like the Warriors are kind of diminished right now. Like they they're having some beef. You know, the Western Conference is a mess. Everyone, I think it's yeah. Only one team really is out of like kind of like by themselves in the corner crying right now, which is the Phoenix Suns, who have like three wins, I think. Yeah. Other than that, I think the next place team is only a couple games out which is utah they're a couple games out i think it's a three or four game difference from like 11 to one. Oh wow something like that like they're everybody's like yeah relatively close to each other which is wild all over the place but so the west is kind of mumble jumble right now and the raptors have a really good chance coming out of the east yeah they do like the celtics raptors, crappy like, start yes yeah, celtics crappy start the 76ers, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee, I think, is a bit better start. but still. A bit better, but I don't think they're as good as their start. I feel like the Raptors could beat all three of those teams. Yeah. Like, if the playoffs that they have to face two of those teams might kind of suck, but, like, if they only yeah. have to face one in the final. Or this one is that, also what, like, one give everyone on this final. team a whole year of progressing and working together, having a really good record so they get more time off. Kawhi getting more used to the team and, like, they have a lot of room to grow still. Only like 21 games into the season. High hopes for them. High hopes. High hopes. Um, Do you hear what Durant said to the fan last week? Oh, the shut the fuck up. Watch the game. Watch the fucking game. Help Kevin us. Durant is so funny. He's he freak- I like how he has so many burner accounts on Twitter and everyone fix- figures it out instantly. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, he's done some funny stuff. Like that. He got fined like 25K for that, I think. Yeah, like he is such. He like. For a professional athlete, I have thicker skin than him. It's it's almost it's like he's, but he single handedly like made the NBA like he fucked it up with his going to the Warriors, but like because of his personality and stuff, like he's kind of a goof, but like because of it, he's just like added this whole like well, that's the NBA is just so much. It's like the NBA is the closest to the WWE of any professional sports. Yeah, league. I feel like they like, could have their own like so magazine. Like it could and, be like yeah, it's great. It could be a TV show like. NBA play like, Real Housewives of the NBA, and they're all just the well, dudes. Well, they they do. Well, there's hockey wives. I think there's basketball wives. No, but I want to see the guys just oh, like, okay, yeah. chilling like. Uh, but uh, Kevin Durant's favorite team growing up was the Raptors, so maybe this off season. Well, if we win the championship, I think he'll come to Toronto. He's a bandwagon or so, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think that this Duke team's the most talked about college basketball team in the last ten years? Yeah. For me, college basketball is one month a year, March, and that's it. But this is right? plastered on social but, media. But like I've, I didn't, I honestly had no idea when the college basketball season should start. I've never, no, me never dealt with it. But now I'm all I'm hearing about is Duke and their team, and it's kind of crazy. Like with RJ and Zion and Reddish, yeah. Like they have like they have the possibility well, to go one two three. Even the three games they played in Ontario, or sorry, in Canada. Like, I feel like those were very publicized. It was just exhibition games. They have a real chance to go one, two, three, and they have like I think they're the most hyped team in like I don't I don't remember a team that was as hyped. So, uh, Ryerson lost to Duke, and Brock lost to Ryerson. Brock like, and they're both competitive games. Do you think Brock could have compete with Duke? 
No way. Questions all know. They would have got meat slapped. No doubt about it. I have no idea what the Ryerson Dukim ended up being. So. I don't think I think they all were like weren't that close. And this, those were, those were also the first games that the Ryerson or the the Ryerson guys have played all together. Probably this is the first time ever, ever the Duke guys are playing together. I think it was the first time Ryerson did. Like I no, think but Ryerson probably has guys returning. Like yeah, like yeah. Duke's but based off of rookies, right? Okay, so so their first time playing like uh, eighty-eight sixty-seven. Duke won eighty-six to sixty-seven, and then so that's nineteen points. And then Brock lost by like ten points. So Brock would have lost by about thirty points. That's the estimation. But like now, I think Brock would lose by fifty. I would take the over on forty-five. Would you? I yeah. I think what Brock, if it's forty-nine point five over? Would you take it? I think Brock would just look terrible. I think Duke would put in the they put in their second third strings. You'd have to. No, but if it was the Duke starters, like this was a meaningful game. Yeah, would they, you take the line 49.5 over? I might. I might. Like, it, it's a, it's. I think they would kill them. Yeah. Lambs to might. the slaughter. What was the? It was U of T was pretty close to them, right? I don't think anyone really ended really close. I think one they couldn't was stick within with them fifteen. The whole, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think anyone stayed particularly close at the end. Did you watch any of those games? No. I think I watched actually brief bit of one i got bored so yeah yeah i did this oh, i was at a restaurant and watched some and then i watched one on tv for a bit and i was like ah oh, this is not a great game yeah i'm not a big right. basketball guy so u of t lost 96 to 60 96 to 60 so that's probably about what the brock game would be if not worse yeah well i'm, I'm just saying now i think it would be even more than it was yeah so well who did uh duke lose to wasn't it clemps no, Duke lost to Gonzaga. Gonzaga, sorry. By like a couple. They were down by like 15 or whatever. And then they came back and lined up losing by like two or whatever. So. And then Miguel lost 103 to 58. So. Ouch. Imagine showing up for that and losing by almost 50 points in an exhibition game. That's, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Terrible time. But you, that's, you would also be like, oh, I played against future NBA star. Blah, yeah, blah, exactly. Blah. Like, it's the, it's the biggest game of anyone on McGill's lives. Yeah, they definitely. They'll never play anything bigger than that. That was no. cool. Um, Last 10 minutes. Let's talk about the event we went to this weekend. Yeah. Or Friday. We went to Smash Wrestling. Yeah, we went to Smash Wrestling event at Brock because Brock gets smashed. We were well on our way until the event started <laughs> with grabbing probably 80% of the drink sales beforehand. It was like, it wasn't, barely any drinks were sold. Like, we're not lying, like, it's not exaggeration saying we had roughly 80% of the sales, but it's it's not a lot. Like, I think it was like six out of eight. Like Yeah. Because no, not many people got drinks. But we had we had like an hour to get like as many drinks as we could. Yeah, we showed up pretty early. And like it's not like it's like six dollars per, so you know it adds up. Uh, five twenty-five, which was really cheap. I think my beer, my beers are more. Oh really? Well, they had like the crappiest mine was, choices. Mine was small. It was like, what was it? Queers like Canadian and Coors Banquet. Uh yeah. I got the banquet because that's the only one that's palatable. So I just. Coors like you can palate it. Just doesn't taste like much flavored water yeah not even it but goes down you can say that it goes down yeah uh and then the uh, canadians probably the worst beer i've had in my life but but anyway so uh 
uh, for those who don't know, we talked about like eight times. Ryan's in a wrestling class, so it was required for his class for him to go. Uh, I just take along because it was a discount. But there's a lot of people there who are in this class who didn't bring a friend. So there's just a bunch of people sitting alone with their notes, like taking notes and sitting by themselves on their phone. It's really funny that there's a girl sitting in front of us taking notes and two or three different wrestlers made fun of her for taking notes. They're like, taking notes? Take notes of this. It's really <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, that was, that was funny. There's a lot of people taking notes. It looked kind of stupid. When it looked, it was really funny because like we were there an hour ahead and we're just talking or whatever, shooting the shit. But like the people who were by themselves there an hour ahead were so bored. Like there's a group of girls who are obviously there just for the class. They sat there 40 minutes before on their phones. Didn't things started? Didn't get off their phones, and then less than halfway through, they're like, "Yeah," and then got up and left. They're like probably like half the class left before the event ended. Yeah, like, and no one got drinks. And it was like it was people in that class who didn't want to be there. A couple of people in that class who wanted to be there, and then these like 40, 30 to forty. 30 plus, like usually around These 40 people were 35 year olds to 45 who are the plus. biggest Smash Wrestling fans in the world. I've never seen knew the guy's someone birthday. so excited. They knew every single wrestler inside out. Knew their they knew, knew the their exact life. chance, when to get involved, when to not, when to every single chant you could want to know. Yeah. They knew it. It was, they had front row seats, so they there, paid the extra. There was one girl who didn't sit down the whole time. She was just up dancing to the entrance music. She's like right beside the entrance heckling them. and Oh, yeah. She was time of her life yeah and then there is the front the front row in the mid too she didn't drink anything these people didn't drink anything no they were just freaking out like they had the natural love for smash wrestling they were the number one they probably honestly travel across across ontario yeah for those who don't know smash wrestling's based out of london ontario and then it does like toronto london st Catharines, buffalo yeah it's a local indie promotion that goes from it starts in well it's based like nick said in london that just travels yeah, and here. like this wasn't like a main event for it. It was kind of a side event. There's yeah. like 75, 50 to 75 people. It was a house show. Yeah. Watched. It was, so like, it, was, it was in like the student bar. So it felt really like small. But we were like right next to the the ring. and Yeah, it was actually. It was, cool. it was, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I think Nick's favorite wrestler night was Puff. Oh, man, Puff uh, funny. It was this big dude who was wearing a Santa Claus costume. And he was his name was Puff. P-U-F. Puff. And then and he was a big boy. The there is like four matches. The last one, puff, puff, the one puff, guy puff, was actually puff. really good, and that was a really good match. There's a couple other like good moments, but there. Uh, one tag team was pretty good there. Yeah, kicking people's heads off, and and then the guy at the end name was Tyson Ducks. He was good. He beat Mike Bennett. I think his guy. Yeah, name was. remix. Yeah, of remix. Um. That was actually a pretty good, like, end match. That was pretty cool. They, a lot of crowd involvement in that match. Like, they, there's empty seats in front of us. They sat down in those at one point during the match. They touched Ryan's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, the Tyson Ducks, they got the champion. Yeah. See, he hit of a course the loser, the loser doesn't touch me because he realized that the losers can't touch me. But then the champion touched me, just showing his respect to and shoved a chair into me. another champion. And then he was just indicating that Nick wasn't a champion, uh, hitting him with a chair. But he was indicating that I was. He's giving me a pat on the shoulder, saying, "Look, you're a champion, just like me. We're champions." So then I was like, "Yeah, I know, I am a champion. Thank you, Tyson." It was got the message, shoulder to shoulder, hand to shoulder message. You get it, right? But like, champion to champion talk. This is kind of in a bigger argument that I make a lot, or argument if you speak English. That is, uh, 
if you're into sports, like if you're into a specific sport, you shouldn't only like the highest level professional version, especially live. Like it's one thing if you don't want to watch them on TV or whatever, but like, uh, if you're into hockey and don't want to pay leaf tickets, go to a Marley's game, go to an OHL games, good level hockey, good level. Like I, the crowd at a ice dogs game for like good games is better than a crowd at a Maple Leaf, uh, Scotiabank Arena. And it's kind of same with this wrestling. Like, we couldn't go to a WWE thing. We didn't just stamp out. We went to the local promotion. We actually like, might go to NXT if they come back to St. Yeah. Catharines. And it doesn't interfere with our reading week because Nick will be in Saskatchewan, something like that. And I'll be in New Market. So then we won't be able to. But we would like to go because last year we almost had a chance to, but we. Uh, it was during the reading week. Yeah. And so hopefully they come back because NXT is fucking booming right now. Excitement. But yeah, like, cool, so, so if you're into sports, go live sports are so much better than television sports. And the the, the live audience, like with uh, the smaller audience and you getting like, we well, were like so two intimate. rows back. Yeah, right? It was so intimate. And like, like we were like, we were what? Were five, to us. between five, 10 feet from the ring. Yeah. Well, and like, like we said, like we were attached, like they, like when they went in, they were like right beside us, and like yeah, like if they hopped out of the ring, they were like we could have got up and probably like reached and t- slapped them on the back. Like that's how close it was. Someone yelled, "Well, and like uh, there's this like ten year old, eight year old who was really into it, just yelling at them." And the wrestler, like the one wrestler, is like, "Oh, what did you say?" Like it was they really interacted with the crowd. Really yeah, that's the way that indie promotions work too. Like if you go and you go to a small wrestling event like that, the way they establish their face or heel is they interact with the crowd. So not only are you seeing like the wrestling wrestling spectacle, like you have a really good chance of being involved in the night. Like you actually feel like you're involved yeah. in an event by going, which is cool. So yeah, Smash Wrestling gets our seal of approval. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Shout out Smash Wrestling. Yeah, if they come back to Brock, we'll probably go. I would, I would go again. Why not? Yeah. It's fun. Uh, and then other wrestling, NXT UK has, they started their brand and apparently they're getting a, ton of hype freaking out about it and they're having their first nxt uk takeover event which is their first pay-per-view on january 12th so january, that'll be exciting that's a while away but it's an expansion like they're now they're over there and they're getting like a lot of uh european wrestlers to go over there and they uh we'll stay over there they're building some championships now uh yeah like some some european wrestlers don't want to make the trip like this i don't want to live in america yeah well so then like they just go and then they're establishing a woman's title and the tag team titles, I think, should be coming up soon. But NXT is a cool brand. Like, they're, NXT is getting, like, all the top indie guys in the world right now. Does WWE have anything in Japan? No, because New Japan Pro Wrestling has the hold there. Yeah, but, like, that's not affiliated with WWE. No, so okay. the, the big ones are New Japan Pro Wrestling and JPW. That's a really big one. Ring of Honor. Uh, and then, I forget the one that does evolve i think okay uh cody rhodes is, cody rhodes is a really big promoter for his brand I, is that if it's evolve maybe if it's not whatever brand he runs is he's a big advocate for right. so yeah that's pretty cool there's the, those big ones but then there's also some smaller ones that are connected to wwe okay so i'm like since they're affiliated like they're allowed to wrestle like some people are allowed to wrestle in those Okay. Like so, NXT UK, for example, because they they're offering more money if you want to be a full time employee of NXT. Okay. If you don't, you'd take a less money contract, which also allows you to work for one, two, three promotions 
like in oh, okay, yeah, and then, in the UK. So you're still allowed to, but with the more money contract, you're not allowed to at all. Okay, that makes sense. So, but yeah. So with the, I don't know. What would you choose? I think I just go all NXT. Like it depends. Like, I feel like if your goal is the WWE, the all NXT would be the way to go. But then, like, if you just like literally love wrestling in the small venues, yeah. I mean, it depends. I think tough choice. Yeah. Also depends, like the actual dollar figures, how different it is. And also, like the products. If if everyone does sign that bigger NXT contract, then NXT would be better. Yeah. Then NXT UK is going to be really good. But then also, it's going to be a like they're going to have a stronghold because the rest of the product in yeah in the UK would in go the down. UK is going to be a lot worse, right? Yeah. Yep. That's all I got for today. Okay, well we're at the hour mark, so an hour. That's right, we are. Uh. Do you want to promote your dog stuff? Because yeah. last week? Yeah, last week. Uh, we are $80 away. I just reposted on Facebook. The link's there. Toys for good boys. If you can help get us to that $500 goal. Thank you, and let's do it. Woo, dogs, cats. Thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully you checked out the super bonus episode that last week. Oh, yeah.